0: What what keeps me grounded is returning to Zazen, returning to my breath, being in my body, and observing my mind. Within this experience, there is a history of my family ancestry, my grandmother's teaching, grandmotherly heart, my Buddhist ancestors, and the experience of practicing with Catherine. Uh, Catherine Dannis and I both shared the immigrant story, had many conversations about that experience. So who are our ancestors? What do we digest and metabolize through relationship with our ancestors? What do we touch and what touches us? How do the teachings apply to this life? right here and now. I resonate with a timeless poem by Louise Gluck where we meet the moment, not knowing what the future will bring. Louise Gluck writes, when the train stops, the woman said, you must get on it. But how will I know, the child asks, it is the right train. It will be the right train, said the woman, because it's the right time. A train approached the station. Clouds of grayish smoke streamed from the chimney. How terrified I am, the child thinks, clutching the yellow tulips she will give to her grandmother. Her hair has been tightly braided to withstand the journey. Then, without a word, she gets on the train from which a strange sound comes not in a language like the one she speaks something more like a moan or a cry louise gluck it's so hard for me to say these words they just really penetrate me it's similar to uh, dogan's being time Louise Gluck's poem speaks to getting on the train, because it's the right time. I practiced with Catherine Thanis from 1989 until her passing in 2012. And Catherine's deepest teaching for me is the practice of fully meeting and being met. Fully meeting and being met is the practice of practice. Do we recognize the difference when we do or do not fully meet the moment? And what is this fully meeting and being met? Catherine began practicing with Suzuki Roshi in 1967 in David Chadwick's interview with Catherine, she, sh- she shared, little by little, the real quality of Suzuki Roshi's teaching had a tremendous impact. Suzuki Roshi said, a teacher doesn't teach what he thinks he's teaching, a teacher teaches himself. Catherine stayed with the honesty of her insights watching her mind, staying with the sensations in the body. In Catherine's book, The Truth of This Life, she reflects on true intimacy. And I quote from Catherine, it has taken me years to begin to understand the depths of Zazen. We sit until our face is no longer our own. True intimacy occurs when we directly experience reality for ourselves. Each one must find intimacy directly, not through our thinking mind, but with immediate direct experience prior to the mind's mediation. Meeting other people or other things is meeting ourselves. When we feel safe to truly meet the other with our eyes, our hearts, and our mind? Is it when we trust no more may be required of us than we are prepared to give?" Catherine continues saying, "'My mind formed the words, "'It's okay to be me.'" This was a realization deeper than words. Katagiri said, Zen practice is about the complete opening of the heart. And then Catherine says, in case you thought it was something else, let me say it again. Zen is a complete opening of the heart. Are we willing to be exactly the being we are without distortion or fabrication? Am I willing to be irritated, fearful, anxious? Am I truly willing to be a person with such feelings? Welcome in the hungry ghosts. The enactment of the hungry ghost ceremony welcomes in the rejected parts of ourselves and opens our hearts." End quote. So Catherine digested, metabolized Dogen Suzuki Roshi's and Katagari Roshi's teachings, and brought the teachings into the moment, the truth of this life. And in my interpretation, it's the experience of fully meeting and being met. So I wonder, where is my heart? Is it in my head? Is it in my chest? Is it in my hands? We have the archetype of avalakita shvara, hearing the cries of the world with many eyes in our hands. Fully meeting and being met requires opening the heart. Opening the heart is an action with intention. So three tenets of the peacemakers is practicing not knowing with curiosity, bearing witness and not turning away, taking action, skillful means, responding with wisdom and compassion. And so how do we sit with all this and what is an appropriate response? Well, right relationship is the beginning, the middle and the end of what we're talking about with qualities such as deep listening, curiosity, trust, bearing witness. These are qualities that happen in the fully meeting and being met. And how does the realm of practice inform our life in an applied way? Catherine writes, perhaps for something to be found, the only thing that matters is that there is searching. The work of sitting quietly, doing nothing, waiting for our deepest experience to show up, is one of the most truly creative actions we can take. It's hidden treasure covered by the ego's delusions and simultaneously transparent." End quote. Now, more than ever, we need to be grounded in our practice, starting with ourselves, Observing the mind, heart, feelings. Oh my gosh, I've been on really loud. No? It's okay? Okay. We need to be grounded in practice, starting with ourselves, observing the mind, heart, feelings, body reactions. How can we make others feel safe? and learn to be in conflict wisely, peacefully. And where are the edges? And how can we soften the edges? This is a time for deep listening, opening the heart, hearing the cries of the world, fully meeting and being met. And Juju used chant, we say each moment of zazen is equally wholeness of practice, equally wholeness of realization. Sazen gives us strength to be present, to allow and invite the whole world in, fully realizing the great matter of life and death, waking up to just this, to what is, noticing when I want to be, everything should be different. Noticing is the first step, acknowledging, wanting it to be different. And then I need to work on accepting. And that's a hard one. There's a space between acknowledging and accepting what is. All the causes and conditions that bring us to this moment in this body, speech, and mind, Can I acknowledge this moment to be present with what is? What helps me to be fully present in my life? Rather than a conceptual process, it's dropping into my heart and asking the question, slowing down, taking time to be in my heart space and acknowledge what arises in my body and in my heart mind. It's heart practice to move close in, start close in, to not turn away, the courage to fully meet and be met, the courage, openness, and freedom to be with what is already present. Nothing's hidden. It's already there. Our ancestors, throughout space and time, showed us the way. Can I respond to a request to meet what is in front of me with an open, curious mind, with an open heart, with my eyes and heart in my hands, and respond in a skillful way? By observing my mind, do I respond in a habitual way, or can I open? more fully present with curiosity, staying open to a bigger sky. So taking the first step, trusting my own experience, starting close in, cultivating right relationships that are renewing and supportive for everyone, slowing down, noticing the arising and passing of phenomena, and the interconnectedness of all beings, the great matter of life and death. The path is one continuous journey, a process with no beginning, no end. Is the path a linear, circular, a spiral into another layer of knowing? Lately, I've been sensing the path of practice is like an infinity symbol, grief and gratitude, grief and gratitude, arising and passing of phenomena, knowing, not knowing, thinking, not thinking. Practice is an enactment with body, speech, and mind. How do our ancestors inform us about how to live our life and how to embody the vow to benefit all beings? A poem by Izumi Shikibu, Watching the Moon, translated by Jane Hirschfield from many years ago, hundreds of centuries ago, watching the moon at midnight solitary mid sky, I know myself completely, no part left out. With gratitude to my open hearted grandmothers and to Catherine, who practiced and demonstrated the practice of practice, to fully meet and be met. Catherine showed me the way with no part left out, true intimacy. May the merit of this practice support you and all beings in softening the edges, finding true intimacy, both on and off the cushion. Thank you very much. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible, I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless, I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable, I vow to become it.